It's Evil Jeff here, and we are on the 83rd episode of CBQ Legacy, that's Comic Book Queers, and I'm here with the hilarious and amazing Brett. Hi, everybody. Uh, 83. I've noticed that it's gonna. we're going to get to a point, we always compare it to ages, there's going to get to a point where it's like no one's that old anymore. No one's that old, like 200. Yeah, we'll have to compare it to like turtles or something. Um, let's compare it to weight. Oh God! I know. Yeah. <laughs> Episode one hundred and one. I'm a ballet uh, dancer. <laughs> I'm a twink again. <laughs> We're now officially at the point eighty three. I guess is officially at the point where I am going to stress out about not having thought of what we're going to do for one hundred. Oh and you're going to hear it in my voice. And you know, you and I aren't going to think of shit until the last minute. But you're going to hear the stress. I know, right? Moving on, moving forward. I'm going to write a song. I'm not. I'm going to write a musical. A whole musical. (laughs) A whole musical. Oh, darling. So we focused on Endgame and Endgame only last week. Yeah, so we need to catch up with some comics. So this is going to be an all-comic episode. All comics. All comics the whole time. Nothing but comics. Nothing but comics. TV, fuck you. Go fuck off movies. Yeah. W- web series? Go fuck yourself. Snapchats? I hate you. Memes? Take a hike. Am I, miss- Am I missing anything? <laughs> Plays? No. Make like I... horse shit and hit the trail. I know we said it's only comics, but I just bought tickets to Hades Town on what Broadway. Is, what is that? It got the most Tony nominations that came out. I was seeing. I saw Beetlejuice is a is a musical. Yes, I'm gonna see that too. And Hades Town and Tootsie and King Kong. King Kong is a musical. It's a King Kong musical. Can I just, as another side chat, do you do you like King Kong and Godzilla and like large creature films? I truthfully never got into it, no. My dad was a huge King Kong fan. I never got into it. Could not give a shit, but my boyfriend, it's like his favorite thing. It's like his X-Men. It's like Godzilla and large. The big monsters. Yeah. So, like, I have to go see that Godzilla movie that's coming out. I even didn't like Pacific Rim. I was like, who cares? I know. Well, I went in thinking it was going to be about something else, you know? (laughs) I'm saying... Uh, um, it's just they're so slow. All the fights and all the monsters and all the yeah. things that fight the monsters—they're all so goddamn slow. Although I did like, um, what was it called, Colossal? What was the one with Anne Hathaway? Oh, where she controlled it. Yeah, that one's real I didn't good. See that. It's well, real she's good. never had a bad role. As much as I used to come for her, get smart. She's good in everything. Okay. Know what she's bad at, though? Being herself. Being a person. Remember when everyone decided to hate her when she won the Oscar? I've never seen anyone win an Oscar and lose the American public at the same time. Did she host before or after she won for Les Mis? Uh, I think it was before. 
I think people were on her side for that because James Franco was such a douche. But then she just, she literally said in one of her speeches, as Tina Fey says, blurg. Oh. You're like, Trying what? Trying way too hard. Yeah. But she did an interview later where she's like, oh, I realized I'm the worst. Like, I read back. Yeah, and she's so, fine. So it's like, we forgive you. I like her now. Um, remember when we said this episode was going to be nothing but comics? Oh, shit. Comics! Shit. Comics. Well, she was Catwoman. Oh, thank you. Thank you for making it relevant. So it was fine that we talked about her. Okay. Um, ooh, now I want to talk about the season, the, the, the Batman episode of Gotham, but I won't. Because instead... Was it the season... We were, was it like the series finale? I don't know. I never I watched assumed, any of it. It's it's pretty cool because they're all uh, like they're in their personas now. Yeah. Like the penguin is super penguined out and Riddler is super Riddlered out. It's great. And isn't Catwoman in it too and stuff? Yeah, but it's like and, and it, it's 10 years later. It's like Bruce has come back from, you know, all of his training. And Someone everything. was like, hey, do you want to see a Batman show? But it takes five seasons to get to him being Batman. No, thank you. And then credits. Did, did you okay. see the, the Star Wars movies? Why the first three were awful. Let's see Darth Vader as a little kid. Fuck it. All right, comics, yeah, comics, 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 comics. Um. All right. Um. um I get a new. Oh my god! So like, like I don't know if you're aware of this, but like I do like indie things. So like, I'm gonna do like. Oh my god! I read an indie comic. <laughs> oh my god! I read an indie comic. I am so into indie comics that I have a new publisher that we've never talked about before. At all. Oh, cool. Um, and then these, we're going to vote them on um, how many Oh You Don't Knows. Oh, you don't know? <laughs> and are five Oh You Don't Knows good? Uh, the more you don't know, the better it is. <laughs> <laughs> the, better, the more you don't know, the better I am. <laughs> Um, and I will say, I kind of read an indie comic. Actually, mine's not really an indie comic. It's Image. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. But it's so, but it's not DC or Marvel, so cut me some slack. All right, well, what'd you read? It's probably Invincible. No, Invincible is over. <laughs> Don't remind me. I'm sure you'll find a way. Um, I read Paper Girls came back in March, and <gasps> I didn't even realize okay. it. You, how far have you gotten in Paper Girls? Well, listen, I had the first three trades. I got through halfway through the second one, and then I left them in a hotel room <gasps> on one of my many business trips. Like, I'm on one right now. I'm actually coming to you recorded from Salt Lake City. Salt oh Lake my God. City. What yeah. does Grinder look like on Salt Lake City? It's actually packed. You know what? I always find I'm mo- surrounded oh, by Oh, of games. course. Mormons all look gay. And Mormons have huge beautiful teeth have you ever noticed that they have great big smiles which makes it really hard for blowjobs all of their grinder photos are just these blinding teeth (laughs) beaming at you but uh yeah so but i read paper girls so how far so you you need to read the rest of that shit so i i last i read they were in basically the savage land Oh, like way back in the in the prehistoric past. Yeah. Okay, well, that comes back into this. Um, 
I don't want to give away too much since you haven't read it. Um, but the cool thing is, is that the one thing I will say, they've in, in the last episode, like in October, last issue in October, where there was like a hiatus, they were all separated in different times. And this picks up with that. And each cover is just like a beautiful close up of one of them in, in whichever time they're in. And and this book, like I'm just uh, Brian, Brian K. Vaughn is a genius like he I think he is the smartest best writer I know like would you say Grant would you put Grant Morrison over Brian K. Vaughn no because I think character is the thing and Brian K. Vaughn is the king of character arcs um Morrison's you know ideas um character always is a bit off there's great character moments but there are also moments where you're like who the fuck is he writing? Yeah, yeah. Um, but never, never, never with Brian K. Vaughn. So I, I think Brian K. Vaughn is the superior writer and, to Grant Morrison. Although I like Grant Morrison more, if that makes sense. And this shit is very gay. There is a les like one of the girls is a lesbian. And the more she comes out, the more amazing and kick-ass her character is. Yes. Like she gets transferred to the 1950s and people are just like, you're a girl. And she's like, shut the fuck up. And they're like, ah, like she's just like, fuck. Like, oh, I can't do this because I'm a girl. Fuck. Like putting the lesbian in the 1950s is amazing. But it's that's literally um, how I feel in Salt Lake City today. <laughs> <laughs> like a lesbian in the 1950s. Yes. I, this book, it's, it's so it's so fucking good. There's also like in the beginning, do you remember there was like the two people from the future where I think it was the time machine that they were using that get killed? Yeah, and they were speaking they were, some weird and language. And they were a gay couple. Yes. Um, well, they meet like a past version of them. And so he is yeah. just like, oh, my God. He's like, you're so young and you're out. And he's like, even I didn't come out this early. And it was like, it's fine where I'm from. And they were both just talking about being gay. And I'm just like, this... I and but in the middle of them doing all these things, there's so much character development. But the thing I really want to get to is the last issue. I I I feel like I've never read a comic like this because they're in four different times. This was basically each page was a four strip of like four landscape strips, like right underneath each other, and each like comic strips. Wow. Yes, wow. yes, and each one is what is each of the girls in whatever time they're in. So you literally are reading each panel of like, here's her, here's girl two, here's girl three, here's girl four. You turn the page and then it continues on for the whole comic. And it was like the smartest because also because things were happening in the time stream that was affecting all of them. Like mm-hmm. stuff was still ha- like you. It, uh, I can't even. There's parallels. I'm yes. Sure going it's on so and, yeah. fucking good. Like he had things like the conversations are leading from one to the other and then things are happening that are going across the time streams that are affecting them all at the same time. It's just the smartest fucking thing. And and I'm just like and and she's like one of my she's like my favorite lesbian character right now. And of course, I don't remember her name because I don't remember people's names because I'm old. That's amazing. So Brian K. Vaughn is a he's a straight man, right? Yes. I believe so. I think he has, like, kids. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's a credit to his writing that he's able to capture a queer experience um, 
and capture it in a way that's respectful and and um, tasteful. Because yeah. I think later it's going to come up. I have a different point of view about another book we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, uh, but that's a testament to Brian Kibon. Yeah. Oh, and the girl's name is Katrina or KJ, the lesbian. I prefer KJ. All right. Go for it. So how many... Ugh, you don't even know. Would you give it? You don't even know. You don't even know. You don't even know. You don't even know. Wait a minute. You don't even know. I'm giving it a fucking wow. five. Of course wow, I am. Wow, I feel so stupid. <laughs> um, what did you read? Did you read an indie? This is out of nowhere. I just liked the title and the cover. And then I read what the premise was. And I was like, I, I think I like this. So I read it, and it is a book that is called Nobody is in Control. Uh, it is written by um, Patrick Kinslin, pencils and art by Paul Tucker. Have these and it's people... Put out by Black... Go ahead. I don't know. I was no, saying, I no they, they, they haven't done any other things. I don't know. Um, it's put out by Black Mask Comics. Have you ever heard of Black Mask? No. I don't know if I have either. Although I feel like maybe we did a we did something that a black mask we did a black mask book in some episode maybe I don't know, um, but it's very scary. Uh, the the logo, not the comic. The comic is cool because it dips into conspiracy weirdness. So it's about this guy who you learn is a retired radio guy, and he was a legend. And it was a big deal that he kind of just vanished off the air. Now, news radio or like like disc jockey? Well, they, they get it like talk radio. And oh, okay. they start to, they're making fun of talk radio in the beginning. Uh, there's dialogue where this main character is talking to I don't know who. But you see the dialogue boxes. It's kind of an off-camera conversation. And he's like, you know, I, I was in radio. I was big in radio and talk talk radio and the guy's like oh yeah I, I remember when talk radio used to be like this meaty thing but now it's just a bunch of conspiracy wax you know um, and the guy's like yeah yeah no it used to be not like that um, and it but takes then place the in story, the present it takes place in the present so um, you cut to this main character after that conversation he's at his home and when I say he vanished off the air I couldn't help but notice that his home is like this cabin in the woods um, and he's talking about how far away his two neighbors are. So this guy lives in isolation. So he's looking out his, on his back porch or out his, his sliding doors in the, in the back of the house. And he's looking at the trees and they have these cool call outs of like what each leaf is, like what each plant is that he's looking at, like with the Latin name and like a description of it. It's these very, very well done uh, visually. And then all of a sudden, he's like, so this is that plant, this is that plant, this is that plant, that's a man running across my backyard. <laughs> he's like, wait a minute, what? And he sees this guy... Wait, who is he talking a, to? Uh, he's, it's like his first-person narration. Oh, oh, okay, thoughts. oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and he sees this guy run across his backyard. He's got a big, huge backyard in the middle of the woods. And so he's like calling after the guy. The guy's running like a maniac. He's carrying a suitcase. So our main character, who's like this older gentleman who used to be in talk radio, uh, grabs a rifle and chases after him. And then the whole um, book is their conversation. Like once he catches up to him, 
it's their conversation and it's like it's like a Beckett novel like it's so confounding like the the guy's giving him all these vague answers about why he's running and what he's doing and and then our main character is giving him vague answers back about who he is and um so it turns out that he was a conspiracy theorist radio host or at least turned into one and this guy runs across anybody's disappeared from the life and then this guy runs across his backyard just clearly involved in some sort of conspiracy clearly on the run from something big and so the guy just runs with him because he's like this is what i've been waiting for my whole life yeah he just can't help <laughs> like he retired from it but he can't help but be intrigued so it's a wonderful premise that's it's, fine it's well is written, it super well is there anything supernatural or is it more just like conspiracy no regular? it's just yeah i think it's just that sounds really good crime I like yeah, that. nobody is in control. Number one. Um, yeah, I suggest reading it. It's a cool premise and it's a great tone and a great genre. All right. Um, so I give it. You don't even know. You don't even know. <gasps> what? You don't even know. I don't. And you know what? You don't even know. Is that four? That was four. Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> That's great. Love it. Um, yeah, love it. So let's take a trip to ew ew ew. Um, I don't know if you know this about us, but we are Marvel fans. But every once in a while, for the sake of variety, we like to ew read a DC book. So ew, I read a DC book. I read a DC book too. And in this one, the more ooze, the worse it is. That's right. So one ew is top score. Five is horrible for those new listeners or those forgetful ones. Um, so I'll go back to last week, a book I would have talked about if not for the magic of Endgame. That is Heroes in Crisis, number eight, our big finale by Tom King and the artist. Oh, it's over. It's the end. That was it. Yeah, what? we know who the killer is. What? Ha- who was it? Spoil it! Spoil oh, me! It's Mitch It's who? Uh, the artist is Mitch Gerads, the guy who did... Um, oh, I thought you were like, the artist was the killer all along. No, I was like, ooh, that got so... meta. We should write that book. We should do that book. Um, so, you and I kind of know what this feels like. There are a lot of people very angry about this book. Could you imagine if somebody just takes your favorite character and all of a sudden turns them into an insane murderer out of nowhere? Are you talking about Emma Frost? Like, yeah. What, yeah. Remember when that happened? Yeah. And now, and then everything it didn't, was ruined. Brett, it didn't happen. <laughs> well, Shoot, we're forgetting about that. That's how fans of Here it Comes Earmuffs, Wally West, The Flash feel, because it was revealed that Wally West is the killer of everybody. So he was in the beginning. He was like one of the things in the beginning, right? He was found dead. Oh, he was found dead. He was one of the dead bodies. But weren't people, weren't people still getting killed after that? Um, it was pretty much like after, no, everyone got killed at once, um, but they kept flashing back to oh, it. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. But Booster Gold saw Harley, Harley Quinn do it. Harley Quinn saw Booster Gold do it. 
So yeah, that okay. That's what I was thinking of Booster Gold um, of the when I meant like yeah. in the beginning. So so how did they see each other do it? So remember that uh, it's like a danger room kind of therapy where you are it programs in like your trauma and then you have to kind of relive it or it's it's basically like yeah, a holographic yeah, yeah. danger room. Yeah. The Flash quickly programmed the rooms they were in to show them the, the other person doing the murder. Right. It was all holograms. Oh, okay. And then he was moving them around so fast that they didn't know they were being moved around. Like, they just remember, like, one moment to another. Um, so he actually accidentally killed everybody at first. He had, a, he had a meltdown. He had a breakdown. He had a nervous breakdown. Because I don't, like, I don't, you and I don't really appreciate that he was missing. Like, I, when they rebooted the, like, the 52 and the, the I don't fucking know. Um, for, like, the That Wally West was time. gone for a while. Okay. Yeah, and then he came back, and like he somehow symbolized like hope coming back and and heroism coming back and, um. But when he came back, he no longer had his wife and kids. Like the wife didn't know who he was, and the kids didn't exist. Oh, I remember. Witchy. I remember reading like a like a Titans comic where that was where he was like talking about that. Yeah. Okay. So it broke him. So then he and, killed people. That seems like a bit of a yeah. Stretch. Well, what happened? Yeah, no, there you go. That's what a lot of people are saying. <laughs> um, what happened was, you know, basically, he just did it all in a, in a nervous breakdown. He didn't mean to kill, like, the first group of people. Um, he let out the speed force, and, like, the end, like he couldn't hold it in anymore because he was freaking out. Because um, it, it it's kind of like a Phoenix thing. Like, he's like, I have to hold this thing in all the time, every day, every minute. I can't let it go ever. Um, so he lets it go, and he kills all the people who kind of, like, were wondering why he was scream crying in the front yard of the hospital. So he kills all those people, including Poison Ivy, which was another thing that people were so pissed about. Um, and then he goes in and kills everyone else who didn't come running out. So he kills everyone in the building. Um, but for some reason, like, and then as a alibi, does the Booster Gold Harley Quinn thing. So is he, did he kill everyone else just to cover his tracks? Yeah, pretty much. And then... To cover his tracks even more, he killed his his like future self, or his yeah. I think he went into the future and killed his future self, what? and then brought the body back. I, I was confused at that. The body they found of Wally West they found to be five five days older than everyone else. So is this in a world where then that future is a different timeline? So then he still keeps living five days after. No, he dies. So like, he dies in the five days by Wally West. I think so. I, I don't. My head hurts. I don't know. I don't remember. Because if he then kills the himself, why didn't he just? If he's a good guy, why didn't he just admit to what he did? Yeah. It. It. I, I hope this isn't lost on you, because it all happened so fast. <laughs> oh, for Christ's sakes! Oh, Jesus. And he brought back a new Poison Ivy, who's got, like, weird green skin now. Is it the same Poison Ivy, or is she, like, from a different dimension or something? I think she's, like, the same. She just has a new body. I don't, he grew her out of a flower. What? All right, this is getting worse by the second. Yeah, so, ew, 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 ew. Four and you years. were liking it at first. Yeah, I love me a murder mystery. Who wrote but this? But you know what? I hit, he didn't Tom stick King. the landing. 
Who, what, no, who is it? Are you sure our, our, Stephen our King didn't write it? No, it was freaking Mr. Miracle Guy, Vision Guy. Well, uh, I wasn't crazy about how he ended that either. Murder mysteries never end satisfactorily. No. I agree. Well, I read a DC book. Ew! It was called Deceased. Get it? Because you remember how 10 years ago, uh, Marvel kept making all these zombie comics? What were they always called? Marvel Zombies? What was their name yeah, to that, it? Yeah, very simple. Very clean. Marvel Zombies. Well, DC was like, how come we never did that? Know how that zombie thing isn't popular anymore? Let's get on the, the bandwagon now. Sounds like DC to me. So I'm assuming this is a separate timeline unless they oh, isn't it always i'm just assuming but there isn't because because dark side dies at the very beginning so i'm just like i don't think that they would choose this book to like kill him off although i guess you could easily bring him back but this is a zombie world um and in marvel zombies it's like i basically read it like oh let's see who they're gonna kill off and make into zombies and uh, it's basically, and I don't do I don't know if there's any truth to any of this in the other comics, but Darkseid realizes that the box in uh, what's his name, Cyborg has the other half of the, the what's it called the life the the half life what's it called no, what's the equation called. <laughs> Oh, the anti-life. The anti-life equation. That the box has the other half of the anti-life equation. Is there any... Is that made up or is there any... I think it's made up. Okay. So he kidnaps Cyborg and he basically gets the full anti-life equation in himself. And he ends up uh, putting it in him and Cyborg. Cyborg gets sent back to Earth and then Darkseid just blows up and explodes his whole planet and kills everyone on it. And then Cyborg goes to Earth and he realizes that the anti-life equation is in his circuitry and it's starting to upload as a virus and everything around him. So he's like trying to turn himself off, but it's too late. And he lands like in New York City and everyone that's on their phone immediately starts trying to claw the virus out of their brains so they're just like clawing their faces and then once it takes hold they just become murdering like maniac zombies very like 28 days later Mm -hmm. so then it cuts to superman realizing this he flies in damien and uh what's his son's name the little superman oh oh i don't uh i don't know his name's uh jimbo anyway uh, like Lois is about to like go on her phone. He comes in, zaps with his eye beams, blows up the TV with the video games and the phone. And he's like, everyone's a zombie. You can't look at anything. And then Damien's like, oh shit, I need to make sure my dad's okay. Cuts over to Batman, Nightwing oh, no and Jason Todd are in the, the thing. And then Batman sees what's going on. He realizes already 600 million people have been infected. He shuts down all the computers in the house, but then he hears Alfred start to scream. He goes up and uh, Robin and Nightwing are zombies. And it ends 
with them like coming after him and then he tells Alfred to run and it ends with Nightwing just like just fucking eating a huge chunk out of Batman's neck. Oh. And then Batman's like, ah! So it's like, I don't know if these zombie rules are like, oh, if someone gets bit, then you're a zombie because it's like started with this virus. So I don't know if like, if it passes that way or if it only passes through looking at social media. But it was like, anyone on social media is now a zombie. Message! message anyway i get you i see you you see us it was written well it was drawn well but the whole concept of it i'm just like i'm so it's just been there done that so i give it ew 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 okay i'm done i'm done with dc i'm done with you fuck you i'm done with you i'm done with you um marvel comics marvel comics there is a big event happening in marvel comics and i have to say it feels epic in scope like endgame i like that war of the realms is happening in the books because it feels like a big inclusive thing where the stakes are as high as they are in endgame it just feels nice. I haven't been reading it, so I want you to give me the Cliff Notes Wikipedia version. What I know it's something it has to do with ask everyone dying in Asgard or something like that. It the Dark is Elves, about, is it the Black Elves? What are they? Dark Elves, yeah, Black so Elves? So it's Christopher Eccleston from Thor Two. Right. From the Dark World. The villain from the Dark World. Yeah. So it's him, it's Malkolith and his Dark Elves. And he has conquered slash destroyed nine of the ten realms. And, and now he's Midgard. Mid- Midgard, yeah. Um, and he's just, the whole world is being invaded by just evil from his, re- you know, his realm and, and the others. Um, like there's the battle angels from heaven, which was revealed to be the tenth realm when Marvel picked up Angela. Um, they're fighting the, the Dora Milaje in Wait, Wakanda. Who the fuck's Angela? From Spawn. Oh. I didn't read any of that. Okay. Um, <laughs> You're like, I don't care. Let me... All right, keep going. So it's about this invasion happening, this dark elf and other creatures invasion happening all over the planet. Um, so, you know, a lot of it takes place in New York City. And everyone's involved. Thor, except Thor. Thor is trapped on the Frost Giant in the Frost Giant realm. Um, it's just he's alone with all the Frost Giants. Frost Giants are kicking his ass. They captured him, holding him hostage. Whatever they're doing to him, I can't even imagine. Is there a team out going to save him? There is a team out going to save him, and I believe there's teams out going to do a number of different. Yeah, because it looks like each book is different teams of, so it's yeah. like different like all star teams to try and do different things. How did all so, of the teams get formed? Did some is someone the leader, or is it just like happenstance that they all formed that way? It's it's kind of like both. It's kind of like whoever's around. It, the big leader so far has been Thor's mother. Thor's mother, it feels like, is the one who's like, this team does this, this team does that, this team does that. Rene Odin Russo. Is, it's Rene Russo. Anthony Hopkins is down for the count. He's in taking the Odin's nap. He's in the Odin's okay. sleep because he was almost killed. Um, 
he was almost killed when he showed up to the battle out of nowhere with the Valkyrie. All of them. Okay. When that happened, uh, many civilians were dying. And so Doctor Strange cast a very risky spell that was going to teleport all of the civilians out of New York. Okay. Out of harm's way. It wound up, the spell was too risky and too powerful. It wound up taking everybody out of New York, all the heroes too, except for Odin and the Valkyrie. And all the Valkyrie were slaughtered, including our blonde, Brunhilde. Except one Valkyrie, which we'll get to later. Well, she's not a Valkyrie yet. Yeah, so part, part of one of the books will be about her transformation, or part of the story will be her transformation into, she's not there yet, she is little old pixie cut Jane Foster with a giant trident just kicking ass right oh, now. Oh, that's not who I was talking about. I was talking about Miss Danny Moonstar. Oh, yes, except for Miss Danny Moonstar. Um, so that's one book, that Uncanny X-Men book. Um, there's another book uh, focusing on Daredevil, I believe. Because Daredevil is actually... So Heim, Heim, uh, Idris Elba um, is blind. So he was blinded. So he can no longer see everything. He can no longer be the guardian of the Bifrost, the Rainbow Bridge. Okay. So he imbued the power into daredevil and daredevil is now the new heimdall but that bitch is blind too but he hears everything well how come idris elba couldn't hear everything because he that was never his power his power was always sight all right but daredevil's power is his other senses so he can hear anything anywhere at any time he hears everything all at once so is he going yeah can hear anything no he's fine with it oh okay yeah he's cool He's all, like, he's got stars all over. He's very much cosmic daredevil. It's pretty great. That's fun. Yeah, there's another... I think the team going to get Thor is... Um, I'm looking uh, just at a cover right now, and it looks like I see a Spider-Man, Captain yeah, America. Logan, Spider-Man, Cap. Is that Wolverine? Um, Cage, Iron Fist. Oh, that seems like a fun group. It's a fun group. That's that team is the best because Spider Man's so funny, um, and just like Luke Cage being uncomfortable on a flying horse. I mean, that's some good Marvel. Who's the well, d- Iron Fist? Is, is like there what's a, wrong what, with you? What do you feel is the dumbest team? Um, I don't know. I don't think there really is one. Um, a team in so number three of the main book came out. There's another team that's on. It's like it's in the dark elf realm. I forget what it is they're doing. Some sort of MacGuffin thing. That team is Thor's mom, um, Punisher, Ghost Rider, um, other cool people too. Oh, uh, 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 but they're a great team. Um, oh, Blade and She-Hulk, and then there's a team called the War Avengers that show up in England. So they show like Spitfire and Black Knight and Union Jack. What about Captain like the Britain? British heroes. Um, so they're all like injured um, from Malkolith beating the shit out of them. Then all of a sudden you hear a battle cry. It's Carol, Captain Britain, Lady Sif, um, Winter Soldier, Venom, and Deadpool. And they're the War Avengers. I'm like, okay. I'll take some more War Avengers, please. Now, is this what is No Road Home a separate thing? Yeah, it's a separate thing with separate characters. 
So that has nothing to do with this? It has nothing to do with this at all. It's okay. It was a follow-up to No Surrender. All right. So it had, like, Voyager in it, and it was Scarlet Witch, Hercules, uh, Hawkeye, Hulk. Um, so a lot of, lot, okay. of pieces, lot, of, lot of the game pieces are in different parts of the board here in the Marvel I, Universe. I might, right I might dig into it. I think you'll like it because the artist is Russell Dodderman, who did the, you know, the really good artist who did Thor. Yeah. Did the whole, you know, um, so it's great art. It's just an epic story. I, I really like it. I don't think I'll read all the side books, but I'll read some. I. Oh, and yeah. wait, hold up. The Fantastic Four show up. Yeah. It is straight up John Krasinski. Reed Richards. It, it's like, it's almost like a joke. It, how do you know? How, Reed how Richards is it? In the book, it looks, it's exactly John Krasinski's face. Like if you see the art. Is John Krasinski going to play Reed Richards? Comic Book Queers tweeted about that yesterday or today. Today. Did a snapshot of that panel and was like, um, was Krasinski already cast? Because this is John Krasinski. But is is this just total speculation, or is there any other thing out there talking about that? No, it's just the artist decided to okay. fuck with us by making. I think that would be great. Exactly like him. I would love that, and make Emily Blunt Sue Emily Storm. Blunt. <gasps> yes, I've been saying this for year, for weeks, months. <coughs> All right, I'm down with that. I've been reading uh, the new Runaways came out, and that book is just so fucking good. And the thing that I'm just yeah. so surprised, there is no fighting. They have a fight maybe every three, four issues. And I'm just amazed that it hasn't been canceled because it's so good. And it's just character development. It's just... Who, who's writing it? What's her name? She has like a weird name. It's... um. Hold on a second. It's uh, Rainbow Rowell. Oh. Have you heard of her? I have not. Um, it's just amazing. Like, and it's, it's pretty much now all the original Runaways are back. And it's just the, it's basically just dealing with, like, fucked up kids who have, like, run away, who don't have parents, and they're fucked up. <laughs> just, and the, basic, the amazing thing is you've read the beginning of Runaways, right? Oh, sure. You know the Gibberin? I think that's how you pronounce it. Like the the main, the mm. weird gods that, that are supposed to end the yeah. world. Yeah. Their children come back um, and just and try to like, you know, be like, hey, you killed our parents. And in, in a battle, um, Gert ends up taking the time machine, turning it on and sending all of them away except for one. And so now this, this other orphan is like, I don't have anywhere to go. So one of the like Gibber and children is now with them as like one of the members. And it's, it's kind of a, but he keeps being like, I hunger. And they're like, for what? Here, have some food. He's like, no, I hunger. I need souls. They're like, well, you can eat souls. And he's like, oh, like, <laughs> And uh, and they're really also dealing with how um, uh, what's the damn it? Why can't I think of anyone's name? The one that turned evil, the one that betrayed everybody, Alex. Alex. 
So Alex is uh, basically, he came, he, hell allowed him to leave. So even though he's dead and he, he's allowed to be on earth, but they, and then he was basically kicked out because to beat the Gibberin, he decided to sacrifice um, Victor. Cause he's like, ah, I don't know Victor that well. Just take Victor and he will use him as a sacrifice. And everyone's like, how could you? And he's like, well, the world was going to end. And I was the only one who was going to do something about it. And they're like, well, you tried to kill our friends, so we hate you, so you have to leave. So as he was leaving, uh, young Power Girl is like, hey, I want to come with you. Because I'm sick of all these fuckers. And so she comes with him. Ooh, Molly? Yeah, Molly. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a Power Girl. Isn't that her superpower name? Power, power oh, Princess. Power Princess. Yeah. Sorry. So Molly goes with him, and then she's like... And then she's just like, let's eat. And he's like, oh, I don't eat. And she's like, you don't eat? What happens if you eat? And he's like, I throw it back up. Like, I love how they're like literally going into like half of the thing is just how how his body works because he's from hell. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so you don't have any powers? He's like, well, I just have one power. If anyone tries to touch me, they just feel death. And she's like, oh, I want to do it. <laughs> she like touches them. And then she just like gets super sad. And you just see this darkness enter her. And then she's like, oh. and then suddenly she's like, oh, my God, that was so cool. Can I do it again? <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, I just love it. And that's great. But the last episode, Victor, um, he, uh, um, was in the vision books where he like accidentally killed vision's family. Did you read those? No. Where vision had a son and then, the, and, and what's visions? Oh, is that what happened to them? Yeah. Because he, Victor was hired by Captain America to go on an undercover mission to, like, make sure Vision wasn't doing anything crazy by making all these family members. And then I think Victor accidentally killed everyone, so Vision killed him. And so then just his head was left, and so they're trying to rebuild his body. But he keeps on, he's now with having a relationship with Gert, but he keeps on going back to the idea that what if he is evil, that he killed the vision people. And then what if he turns into Ultron and he's just like super depressed and the end of this last issue, he fucking his robot body pulls his head off and just throws it in a bathtub. And it just seems like he tried to kill himself. Oh my God. It's like really dark, but I'm just like, so I'm just like, ah, what's happening? I don't know. It's a very different book. It's unlike anything else in the Marvel world. It's really just like a teen soap opera and I'm just here for it. I love it. It's really good. You should read it. Read it from the beginning. Like read it from the new one where they bring Gert back. It's, you will love it. It's so well-written and so enjoyable. Okay. Anyway, um, <clears throat> what other Marvel things are going on? Um, I do want to check in with the Champions number five because it was the one that had Cyclops in it. And uh, I want to read. Cyclops, yeah, I want to read that. It's so really bad. good because Adult Cyclops remember, but he remembers everything. Yeah, and Ms. Marvel doesn't know that. Um, and when he tells her that, it's such a moment. <gasps> oh. She like after like toward the end of the issue. Well, here I am spoiling. At the end of the issue, she approaches him and is like, hi, Mr. Cyclops, you don't know me, but I was pretty close with the younger, and Cyclops just hugs her. (laughs) Oh, yay. He's like, I remember everything. He's like, when they went back, I retained all the memories. He's like, you're my friends. You're my team. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I love that. I want them to, like, make an appearance in Uncanny. 
Yeah. They should. They should help him out. Yeah, I think the champions and the X-Men would have a pretty cool dynamic. I don't know. They both hate the Avengers. <laughs> uh, are they in World of the Realms? It was a War of the Realms tie-in issue. It wasn't like a separate side right. book, but you know, it had the masthead of War of the Realms, but it's champions number five. Um, so that was cute. I also read Savage Avengers. Um, who which are is basically the Savage just Conan. Avengers? It's Conan the Barbarian. Was that significant? Well, I mean, he's never been in the Marvel Universe before. So. Did that? Was that Angela? But was that that was when he took when 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 did all that happen? No Road Home. Oh, Conan the Barbarian was a No Road Home. Yeah, um, Scarlet Witch, or I think. Is it Scarlet Witch? It's one of them is like sent to another dimension and it turns out to be Conan's but I dimension thought, and then she brings him back. I thought No Road Home was a continuation of that other one. It's it's like a separate story, but it's linked. It's like... And Scarlet Voyager. Witch brings in Conan the Barbarian? Yeah. Never thought I'd say that sentence. Yep. Okay. I, I could not give a fuck about Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, so he winds up in the Savage Land... So it's basically, it's like there's these bad guys and Conan gets wrapped up in it and Wolverine is investigating because they killed somebody that he knows. Turns out the person they killed is brother Voodoo. So the, but it's only Wolverine, Conan, and brother Voodoo in this issue. Okay. But then at the end, oh, oh, you see they have Venom in a cage. You see that the, the, the evil cult has Venom locked up. Um, but then you also see it. They're like, because they, they need warriors. They need to, like, kill Earth's best warriors and put them in this big concrete bowl in the ground so that some god rises. So they kill Brother Voodoo. They throw him in there. I'm sure he'll come back because he's on the team. Um, you know, it looks like they're going to kill Venom. Um, the hand is involved, by the way. But then at the end, like, hand ninjas come in and the head guy's like, you were supposed to bring me the final warrior. That, not some dead bodies. And they're like, no, this is the bait to get the final warrior. And then you realize the body, the, like, the coffins they're holding is the Punisher's family. They dug up their graves. They're going to be warriors? No. Wait, what? No, they're using Punisher's. Oh, they're the bait. They're the bait, bait to get the Punisher. Okay. Yeah. So and then so it ends with the Punisher at his family's grave, discovering that someone dug them up. I couldn't. You know, I, it's Savage I don't Avengers. Give, I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's it's you know, it's, it's for straight boys. Yeah. Gross. Um, I did read. Uh, are we venturing into X Men territory? Let's go to the mansion. How about let's go to Mr. and Mrs. X? Um, so the issue, the series did not end, right? Because I was reading it the whole time thinking it was the final issue. No. Okay. There's like one more, two more. I think there's a, no, yeah, because it's said to be continued. Because it looks like there's yeah. a nut, one more plot. And I don't know if it's yeah. one or two episodes, like issues, but yeah. But, but I, did, I did read. Up. Mojoverse. And, but then I did go and read where that went to. Because that said, it's, this is continued oh. in this story, and I read that. Oh, Captain Marvel. Yes, I read that, too. Oh, how was that? 
Um, well, here, let's let's get to... It's the same happened. writer. Our, it's our girl. Yeah. So, basically, uh, they wrap up Mojoverse, and now Rogue has co- full control over her powers and no longer Yay. has to touch people to absorb. Yeah. So, she's kind so of like... Hope Summers. Milo, or, like, yeah, just, yeah, I guess, yeah. Peter Petrelli. Peter Petrelli. Um, or Sink. <laughs> Generation X. So... She has full control. They go, and then Spiral is free of Mojo. She has her soul back. And um, and I loved the one line where she was like, "It's my soul," and everyone sees it differently. So the fact that Gambit saw it as a baby, she's like, "The fact that you saw it as a baby—that's interesting." So I thought that was like a key thing that he like wants a Somebody's baby, got baby on the brain, which is cute. And they get back home, and then they decide to fuck before they check their messages. The thing that was not addressed is I'm assuming one of those messages are, "Oh, the X Men are dead." Hello, it's that all. It's all those messages were probably the X Men saying, "Hey, we're dying." <laughs> But that wasn't even addressed. She's just like, well, I just looked at the last few and Carol needs me. So she goes, apparently Carol is fighting. There's some like guy who has like nuclear powers. It's like atomic man. I can't remember what the fuck he was called. But the bad guy, she, he basically has nuclear powers and he has some sort of like thing that he puts it around your neck and he can enslave you. So oh, she no. basically calls Rogue to come help her. But when Rogue comes to help, you don't see this happen, but Rogue shows up. She already has the thing on her neck. So she just goes and starts battling Carol. And then Carol's like, no, 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 I can't have Rogue battle me again. I just can't let her touch me. But then Rogue starts absorbing her yeah. powers oh, without shit. touching her. She's like, fuck. But then she notices, she sees like Rogue is like trying to fight it. And then she's like, fuck. And the whole entire time, there's the inner monologue of Carol Danvers being like, I can't let her do this to me again. I can't let her take over my body. I just can't go through that again. And then finally, there's one moment where Rogue just gets free for a second and she just goes to Carol and she's like, kill me. You have to kill me. And then Carol's like, no, but she's like, she's like, you're a good guy now. She's like, she's a hero now. I can't kill her. And they're in this like arena and all these people are watching and it's kind of like a gladiator thing of them battling. And then finally Carol's like, the only way we can do this where we both survive is I'm going to do something. You need to absorb me, but you need to let me take over. And then both of them are like, because, <laughs> you know, Rogue oh, hates that. And so she does. Again. So she does. And then Rogue breaks free. And then so Carol Danvers is Rogue. And so it ends with kind of her flying around battling everyone as Carol Danvers. But she's in Rogue's body. What happened to Carol Danvers's body? It's just she's still unconscious. Know. So that was kind of the end. So the, I think there's another issue to see what happens. Well, maybe Rogue can push her back in, push her, like, push her out. Yeah. She's like a puller and a pusher now. Yeah. But it was, uh, so it was good. It was good. I liked it. That was good. Um, that brings us we... to... Sure. Ahead. I was going to say World no, of, what the, is War it? of the Realms. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. War so of it's the like a, Realms. So it takes place before certain things happen. Yes. Because we have Wolfsbane. <laughs> yeah, because Wolfsbane is alive. And basically, Danny Moonstar is an awful person. 
I know. She's like, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. Hey, you. And then go. Magic's like, I gotta go. And then they're like, what I the fuck? Go. Honestly, just the, the, fuck? the way it's Rosenberg, right? Who's writing this? Yeah, it is. The way he writes this, it's just real. Like, it's like, this is, because yeah. they're like, where the fuck are you going? What the fuck was that? <laughs> then they're just like, well, I, and then he, the Cyclops is like, what the fuck was that? That was awful. And he's like, oh, but well, we didn't fucking leave. Fucking Mirage left. Like, it was just, I love how they're just, it's just so real to me. <laughs> I just love it. How, um, how about it was Nanny and the Orphan Maker? Like, he's, he's yes! just more 90s. Yes! Ah. <laughs> uh. And, um, but basically, so Danny Moonstar goes to all the dead Valkyries and she's now like the only Valkyrie left. So she's like, fuck. And, uh, and they have to fucking battle, but it is interesting. I'm loving it because Matt Rosenberg's writing it, but I am curious of like, is there, what is the aftermath? Is there any aftermath of this? Because it looks like in the, this takes place before the uncanny X-Men now, and it looks like everything right. is kind of the same. So. Right. Right. So like in the uncanny X-Men now is Danny Moonstar just like, Ooh, that Valkyrie thing was weird. Good thing. I'm not a Valkyrie anymore. Did she doesn't say that. Does she say I know, that? But is she? No, but is she a Valkyrie? I think she's always been a Valkyrie because she was a Valkyrie in nation X. Remember that? Remember it was like in Second Coming I, I or something do. where there was like that big move or Dark X-Men. It was like all around then where it was like the big move was her coming in with her horse. Uh, she's so great. But she definitely has her powers. She's like, look, I, like, let's just level set everybody. I have my powers. Yeah, she fucking has her powers back. And not my thing, though. I just, have, I just have my powers. But here's the deal. Let's use... The cool part of her powers and yeah, not the fear power. Yeah. The fact that she can make someone see their worst fear and not the stupid I shoot little diamond arrows, mirage arrows. Can we not have the Native American characters power be arrows? <laughs> Come on, we just fixed Psylocke. Let's 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 not do that. I will Come on. Yeah. I will say um, with Danny Moonstar, I think that is a good segue to go into Age of X-Man. Well, there's one final thing I want to say about um, uh, War of the Realms and Kenny X-Men. Love the moment where Hope's hands start to pick up Sunspot's power. Oh, is that who that was? Yeah. Who, where is he in all of the World of the Realms stuff? We don't know yet, but I think he's about to show up. He's, it's, that was his power signature so that she said somebody must be nearby. Oh, so you think he's through. just going to show up in the X-Men stuff? Yeah. Okay. Right. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's great. It's great. But is – what is – did you read this latest Prisoner X? Yeah, with, with the ending being um, the character who's driving everyone else insane. Is Legion? Yeah. But is he driving everyone else insane, or is that... I think he's... Well, he's not doing everything everything X-Man is, but I think he's fucking with the people in the prison. Yeah. Like, he's making Lorna, you know, still be in a straitjacket, and Bishop C. Shard, and all that. But I still am like, what is Danny Moonstar in this? 
Seriously. What is she? Do, what, what is your theory? Is she a mirage? That she's a mirage. But that's not how her powers work. Maybe it's the part of her, maybe that's her mirage, like maybe her mirage powers are in Age of X-Men somehow, but her arrow powers are still on Earth. Oh, God. And then there was extra, the extremists. Yeah, that was, it was the uh, blob issue. It was the blob-centric issue. And it was the, the Moneta. Who is this Moneta? Yeah, she's a little shit. And then they're just like, fuck you, Moneta, you're fired. <laughs> I love that. I love that there was, there's some clear um, moth to the flame symbolism going on, both this issue and last issue. Yeah. And I love that in Blob's like moment of like, fuck this, I can't take this shit anymore, I hate you, Moneta. He rips the, <laughs> the flame down, essentially. He like rips down the moth buzzer thing. Yeah, I just I just yeah. loved that a character in the, of the moment <laughs> tore the symbolism down. I liked that. Um, yeah, but then it's like, and all of this needs to end. Yeah, but I am excited about next issue of Extremists because it's the North Star issue. Yeah, who's and he Leia fucking? Williams, Leia Williams tweeted, she's like, this is a sense, she did it much funnier than I am about to, but... This is essentially the story of North Star subconscious being like, um, wait, we're back in the closet. Um, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. I need some D. Yeah. Oh, you mean like for real? Yeah, I need D right now. <laughs> All right, we're talking about comics. Um, and I think that I think that brings us to the thing that, that brings us to it. We're an hour in, almost hitting an hour, and we're finally getting to Uncanny X-Men. What, what'd you think, listeners? What'd you think we were going to end with? Only our fucking favorite comic of all fucking time? Of course. Ugh. Um, it, so there's a few, I have a few points of view on this one, a few things to unpack from this one. Um, overall, I like it. Overall, I also want to say I need to put a shout out to why I should be writing for Marvel because there is a plot line very similar to Butterflies and Diamonds. What? The beginning, uh, Emma. well, I mean, Emma Frost, in oh. my beginning, Emma Frost's um, existence is erased at the beginning of oh, Butterflies and Diamonds. Oh, right, that's right. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. So, okay. Let's talk about the death of Wolfbane. <laughs> Wolfbane first. No, let's talk about Emma. Let's talk about... So it ends with an ending I just absolutely love. When Juggernaut is like, wait, why isn't Emma Frost on this list? And everyone's like, who the fuck is Emma <laughs> That Frost? was amazing! That was that fucking was amazing. amazing. <laughs> I screamed. I screamed. Like, I... That's incredible. It's so fucking good. She's so, so fucking smart. Like, I love her. <laughs> She's like, oh, what wait, what? Oh, no, no one's going to fucking remember me. Like, what was the cover? Like, who does and doesn't remember her? Is it like, here's what I want. She did it to everybody on the planet, but Juggernaut had his helmet on. So he's the yeah. only one who still remembers yes. who she is. Yes, that's of course. <laughs> of course. Or do you think she did it to just the X-Men? No, I think she did it to everybody. Because I think she, this is her power play of like, for me to run the Hellfire, people can't know who the fuck I am. That's incredible. But I um, will say, but can you Jen just like Google her? 
Like, because she's just erasing it from people's minds. Could they Google Emma Frost and be like, yeah, she did, she was the king of, like, with... of New Attilan and, and killed all the Inhumans. Yeah. I'm going to go with it's just the X-Men who don't know who she is. Okay. Or any, I think it's more about Scott. See, I, I think so she you think she Scott. did it because of Scott? Because I'm, yeah. I see. I was under the assumption that she did it to everyone and does not know about oh, Scott. Oh, me too. Both are very possible. I don't. I feel like if she knew Scott was alive, that she would fucking see him. Oh, I think she sensed Scott the second he came back to life, and she immediately wiped wiped his mind and all of his friends' minds. Oh, God, I can't. All of that is amazing. I just can't wait to find out which one it is. Can you imagine that? Like, oh, my God, my ex is back. Zit. <laughs> what is it? Sun signs? She was watching Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Right? Oh, my and God. she was like, oh my I'm God. Kate she eternals- <laughs> She eternal sunshined him. Oh, my God. Um, and then there's So Wolf that's Spain. amazing. <laughs> then there's Wolfsbane. But, okay, so... Talk about... Talk about the... Poor fucking Wolfsbane. Poor fucking Rain. Like... Fuck, dude, come on. This poor girl, like, why didn't she fight back? Because they weren't, like, evil, I guess, in her mind. Like, that she, I think, because she was on X-Force battling people. But I guess in this, because they were humans, she felt she didn't want to turn into a wolvesbane and kill them. Yeah, and she also like what was it the issue or two before or the issue before was like I don't want to like I don't want to do this anymore. I can't this all of this fighting, this death, like I'm done. I'm done with it. So, yeah. Um it's just so sad. She just she never had a break. She was never happy ever. Like this character was never happy. <laughs> It's so sad. Yeah, it's it's really it's really really tragic. Just to think, like, fuck, like, there's just there's just no hope for this poor girl, and it's so sad. It's just hor, and it was so horrible. Like, what I like is he's capturing this time where the whole hate and feared thing that the X Men have. Let's take the fear out of it. It's just the hate. So mutants are being beaten to death on the streets. I like that we've taken X-Men here. I feel like X-Men should be living in this space more. Yeah. What I don't like is that she was executed transgendered style. What the fuck does that mean? They called her a trap. Oh, oh. That I was like, I read that line. I was like, "Ew." It's just so. Here is where my comment about straight people writing queer experiences. And then, just back. can you explain "trap" to people that maybe don't know what that is? It is a slur. Not only a slur; it is a justification for murder of straight men who have who think transgendered women are traps in that they're posing to be women they're tricking you to trap them into having sex with a man and so it is literally a justification for murder which is why i think he used it and this term is not just used among it's it's used a lot among the bigoted homophobic like comic book reddit fans as well exactly and so here we are with no trans representation in comic books. 
but we're going to have a trans execution. And we're going to, the only part of the trans experience we're going to show is somebody getting murdered for being a trap without showing anything else about the trans experience. And that's where the tastelessness comes in. And that's where I think diverse creators, people who have the experience should write the experience. Like this is where it gets dicey. Like Brian K. Vaughn doing a great job. Matthew Rosenberg, not so much. Like it was just a tone deaf choice. Now, uh, just to play devil's advocate here, I mean, the X-Men for a long time have always compared the X-Men to the LGBT experience. So, I mean, yeah. so why, why is this more offensive than, is it because it was a murder? No, I think because there are, LG, there are gay, lesbian, and bisexual characters rampantly. So it's okay to, you know, dive into the gay metaphor and, and like, it even, like, we're not, we're not calling all these straight mutants gays. Like we've got a lot of gays too. And, and it's, and it also isn't that heavy handed into that metaphor, but there's just no trans characters at all. And so I, someone should come out as trans. Yeah. Who, yeah which it, character should, which X-Men should be trans. Hmm. Kitty. Kitty? <laughs> no. No. No, Kitty's a lesbian. No, I think it should be a, a M to F. Okay. Ooh. A male to female. I think... Um, is that an okay term? I don't even know. What? Is that a, like a correct term to use? M to F? Oh, I, you know, I don't know. Okay. Which is why I wish there were more trans creators and more trans voices. <laughs> writing in the content in the medium but which I, and the other content. thing i will say speaking of kitty i've been rereading old x-men comics and i sent you the one like she she said the n-word like on three separate occasions to compare the black experience to the mutant experience so yes. i feel like we're not that bad yet <laughs> And of yeah, course, back yeah. then it wasn't deemed as offensive. But now you look back, and it was like, like Jesus, oh shit! I mean, like, oh, I, I've been I reading hope... Dark Phoenix, and then I just the part where where Jean Grey is in the seventeen hundreds and is like calling Aurora her slave and whipping her. I was like, ooh, hope this doesn't make it into the movie. <laughs> Woof, kitty. Um, I don't know. It's just like it. It just it kind of feels just like like us explaining it. Like somebody who doesn't isn't steeped in the experience. Be like, oh, you know, like they call they call trans traps because tra it. It would be so nice to have another aspect of tra the trans experience in, in these books too, except for this fucking heinous shit. Yeah. Which is kind of like a little normalized. It's like, oh yeah, they, hey, don't worry, they do it to mutants too. Like, I don't know. I, I know Matthew Rosenberg wasn't coming from a place of ignorance, well, maybe ignorance, but maliciousness. It just... Uh, His intent ooh, was good. His intent was good, yeah. but the execution in the end was a little tone deaf. Yeah, good intentions paved the road, paved the road to hell. But, uh, well, but also, there, it's always the baby steps. You know, we have to remember, in the beginning, all gay movies were about they were all either murdered or they all had AIDS or they were all exactly. villains. But exactly. then, but then we, it, straight people were writing them. Yeah. So, but then eventually it, it, 
you know, I mean, and then I'm one of those people where it's like, you know, at least there, there's something out there, which I guess people would disagree with me on that. But it, but I think, yeah. but you, you had to get until you finally get to like a will and grace with like, there's a normal person, which is why I think, um, I think I'm just trying to, th- I think, uh, damn it. I'm just trying to think of which character I want to make trans. Oh, you know what? Angel. There you go. Ooh, I'd like that. And then Psylocke will just be like, I'll still be with you. Because she's bi. Because I love the mind. Is Psylocke bi? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She had an affair with Cluster, the female Phantom X. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, uh, Let's also, how do you feel about Quanon? Or what is she called? No one? Uh, Well, they're calling her Quanon, but she's, she's saying she's nothing. Um, I'm fine if she's just some wolf, like some silent Wolverine sidekick. It's just the plot along. I feel like they, yeah, I'm just interested of like, why does she still have Psylocke's powers? And if she's no one, right, right, right. Like why, why? I feel like she's there because they're like, well, we got, we made her white because it was gross, but we still need an Asian character. We still, or we still want the sexy ninja. Yeah, we still want the sexy Asian ninja, and that so it just feels like, ugh, just bring a new Asian character into the mix, you know? Like, don't let's be done with her. Yeah. But X Men is great. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't from what I read online like there's some real hate for this and this issue did not help but hate for hate for what uh, for the trap line. oh okay and for murdering Wolf, uh, and for murdering Wolfsbane yeah for all of it for as, as horribly depressing and awful it was well she'll probably come back to life and be trans <laughs> that's who it is Wolfsbane it's Wolfsbane. It could be magic. Ooh, magic. That's a good one. Colossus. Yeah. And then Kitty would be like, my my first boyfriend's trans, my second boyfriend's gay, and then her and Kate Bishop go off on like a Sex in the City adventure. <laughs> okay. Who the hell is Emma Frost? Who the hell is Emma Frost? Well, let me tell you. Ah, can't wait to see where it goes. Very excited, and I'm sure very, and I'm sure we will be very heartbroken and disappointed. I'm sure we 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 our expectations are so high. I'm sure they will be ruined. Yep. Anyway, that was a ton of comics. All right. Next week, have you... Next week, Endgame. (laughs) Next week, I would like to talk about a TV show because The Magicians is over. And I did watch it, but we're going to save it for next week. We're going to talk about some TV next week. Mainly uh, what's trying to be The New Magicians, which is called The Order on Netflix. Oh, I watched it. We will talk about that in short. (laughs) Must we... (laughs) In short, shortly, we will talk about that. So stay tuned. For four minutes. (laughs) Um, And guys, thank you so much for listening. And uh, please write to us with any questions, 
Uh, find us on our Facebook page. Find us on our Instagram, on our Twitter. Uh, ask us questions. Tell us what you think. Uh, we want to know what you're thinking about the X-Men because that's all we really care about. And rem- yeah, and also give us a rating. Give us a rating on iTunes. How many ewes um, do we have? How many ewes do we have? Remember, ewes are stars, and and the more the better. Yes. And uh, just one last thing, just one last thing. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but just in case you listen to this, it probably means you read comics. And I hate to tell you this, but if you read comics, well, ugh, that makes you queer. queer. Bye. 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 Bye.